Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I'm here to talk about life, man. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Twan. Back with another episode of the Open Minded Podcast, episode 15. We here, we live, we in charge. Um, the date is May 27, 2018. Technically, May 28th, because it's 1228 when I'm doing this podcast. Late night, but I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Got a little sauce in me, so we feeling good, man. We here, you know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, man, episode 15 of the Open Minded Podcast. We here, we live, we in charge. Um, thankful, thankful, thankful everybody that's listening. You know what I'm saying? Thankful to all my fans. Big ups, big love. Um, today on this episode, uh, like I said, man, it's a late night, so I'm feeling good, man. Uh, so I want to talk about a couple of things. Um, First thing I kind of wanted to discuss uh, is just my basic weekly motivation I wanted to share with all my listeners and viewers. Um, The two main focuses that I've had this week, um, as far as motivational purposes goes, um, is one, the importance of goals. Um, And that can be in any field of your life. The importance of goals is so relevant and so serious, man. Um, And having focus. This is another mo- is a vote is another motivational purpose that I've carried heavy during this week. Um, now when now when we're now when we are referring to the importance of goals, I think goals are are relevant in any situation in your life. Now I'm talking about if you got a job, if you got family, um, if you got just recreational things that you do throughout your life any hobbies. I think you should always have a goal. I think that's smart to always have a goal. And the reason why I think that's smart is because it allows you to work towards something. It's really hard to be diligent and be focused on something when you don't have nothing to focus on. But when you have something to focus on and you have a goal that you're trying to reach, it's a lot easier to work and put in that work in order to accomplish the goal that you set out. Um, So regardless of what you're doing, man, like I said, if you're if you're in a family situation, you got a wife, you got kids, whatever the case may be, be the best at that situation. You know what I mean? It's, it's very important. It's very smart to do that. Um, for me personally, um, as far as the importance of goals, um, I play in a lot of uh, rec leagues and basketball leagues. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I played basketball when I was in college, high school, middle school, the whole nine. Basketball, you know what I'm saying, is is a huge passion for me. So it was easy, you know what I'm saying, when I was in middle school. You feel me? The the goal was to start on my middle school team. When I was in high school, the goal was to make the team and to become all-conference once I was on the team. When I was in college, the goal was to be all-conference, you know what I'm saying, to be the best player, uh, to be player of the year, you know what I mean, things of that nature, uh, to win a championship. So goals were always set individually and as well as collectively as a unit and as a team. But now that I'm just playing in rec leagues, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of just, just doing it for fun, which I still love because I love the game. Um, you know, um, obviously, like I said, there are adult leagues, you know what I'm saying, and middle leagues where there's championships and champs and champion of champions and just leagues for days. So my goal is, man, is to win every league, to be the best player record. You know what I'm saying? Like, my goals don't, don't stop. It doesn't matter what platform and level I'm playing on. My goal is to accomplish something. And my focus is to just be the best. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the importance of goals and focus go intertwined and go hand in hand because it's so smart to focus on your goal 
and do everything you can to achieve that, man. Because that gives us purpose while we're here on this earth. My goal while I'm here on this earth is to make it to heaven. First and foremost, my only goal that really truly matters. But while I'm also here on this earth, um, I'm going to focus um, and set little goals for myself as well while I'm here to stay occupied. You know what I mean? So I'm always going to stay focused on my main goal, like I said, which is to make it to heaven uh, with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and God. Uh, but while I'm here, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to take my focus and focus on that and all that I do, you know what I'm saying, regardless of who I may encounter, the relationships that, that I create and and establish in my life, regardless of what it is, man, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to know the importance of said goal. And then I'm going to focus on accomplishing that goal and all that I do, you know what I'm saying? So I take that focus. I take that mindset. I take that goal premonition and all that I do. And I just hope that any of my listeners and viewers and, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature, that this podcast is blessed enough to touch, if, if it's able to touch your ears. I just pray and hope that you guys can do the same and understand that goals are so prevalent and so important in life because it pushes you and it guides you to be the best person that you can be, man. So, and all that you're doing throughout this next week and from you hear this podcast and on, establish a goal focus on a goal, know the importance of that goal and why you're aiming to achieve it and, and focus on all that you can do, all every fiber of your being, focus on achieving that goal. And then once you achieve that goal, set other goals, you know what I'm saying? Because and like I said, man, it's so important to know the goal that you're trying to reach and focus on doing it at all costs. It builds character, it builds you as a servant of God, it just builds you as a whole it builds your spirit, it builds your mental, it builds your physical. So focus on the goal, have goals, which is the most important, and then focus on them, accomplish those goals and all that you can. I mean, pray to God that you're able to do so, man. And I'm telling you, you'll give your life a whole new meaning. You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to look at things differently and just embrace life as a whole, man. So I definitely encourage that. Um. I also, you know, like I introduced last episode uh, on the Open Minded Podcast, episode 14, um, the NBA comparisons. Um, honestly, this is probably my my favorite part of my podcast because I get to take the passion that I have for the game of basketball and, and mix it with the knowledge that I have for the game of basketball. Um, and then just kind of break it down and just get my own perspective, which is a phenomenal thing in my opinion, and I love to do it. Um, so on this segment of NBA comparisons, um, I have two Hall of Famers, legends, phenomenal players in their own right. A lot of people say that they're the GOATs in their own right. I don't agree with either one of them um, because LeBron James is, in fact, the GOAT. If you don't agree with it, stop listening to this podcast as a whole because it's the truth, people. It is the truth, okay? Um, but I want to talk about Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Now, I think these are the most easily comparison. Um, oh wow, comparison not even a word. Um, I think I think these two are the easiest to compare because they're so similar in what they do, man. Um, just just to run down a couple of stats. Stat wise, Kobe Bryant averages twenty five point zero points over his career, five point two rebounds, and four point seven assists. Michael Jordan averages thirty point one uh, points a game, six point two rebounds. And 5.3 assists. Michael Jordan has six rings. Uh, Kobe Bryant has five rings. They was both able to be coached under Phil Jackson uh, during the prime of their career. So they just have so much similarities. Now, now, if you look at stats, Jordan is easily the better player. If you ask me my opinion, 
Jordan is easily the better player. If you ask any person in the basketball community that watches the NBA, that plays basketball, I'm pretty sure they're going to say Jordan is the better player. But I do think that that, that is very easy to compare these two. And when I say that, I say this because it is. Like I said, it was both coached by Phil Jackson. And if you are able to watch the two games, obviously Jordan came first, entering the league in 1985. I believe Kobe entered the league in 1996. Um, so that's, a, that's an 11 year difference. Um, but if you watch the two players and their games, they marry each other to a T. Kobe Bryant, in a lot of interviews, even said that he mirrored his game and followed his game after Michael Jordan because he believed that Michael Jordan is the best player to ever play the game. Once again, Kobe Bryant's a fool in that regard because I don't agree at all. LeBron James, he came after both of these players and revolutionized the game. He's the best player ever. However, in these two cases, if you talk about mid-range game, if you talk about the fadeaway, you talk about the post-work to be a guard, if you talk about the intensity on defense, they both do not lack in those significant areas. I think a big thing that is able to compare these two and really bring these two together is their focus off the court. And I don't even mean off the court. I just mean their mentality. Kobe Bryant wanted to win more than anything, man. And I, and I think that was prevalent in his career. The fact that he kept coming back when he had major injuries during the during the back end of his career with injuring his Achilles, you know what I'm saying? Things of that nature and just still coming back, messing up his fingers and all of that, man, having major knee surgery. The man still came back and still focused and still just played his butt off, which I respect so much. Jordan did the same thing. If you refer to the flu game that he had in the playoffs, um, you know, just playing through a various amounts of injuries, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, like I said, getting six rings with the Chicago Bulls. I think that their passion and their fire for the game both mirror each other to a to a phenomenal hierarchy. It was, you know, what I'm saying it's a little scary how much they they mirror each other. When you talk about chewing the gum a certain way on the court, the different mannerisms that they had, the walking, the accessories that they wore during the game, the trash talk that they had, everything was so similar, man. You know what I'm saying? However, in my personal opinion, I think it's a little corny. Because I think that you should bring your own your own flair, your own fire, your own personality to the game. And that's why I don't think that you can ever put Kobe as a GOAT. Because I think it's corny how much he married Jordan. And it, there's no there's no there's no issue with me being a basketball player, being a fan of the game, to mirror your game after somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. But to when you talk about a player, you talk like a player, you walk like a player, I think that's too far, man. And I think that's where Kobe went wrong, especially when LeBron came in the league because he came with his own swag, his own game. You know what I'm saying? He talked differently than everybody else. He was kind of like Jordan in the regard that he was a refresher. He was a breath of fresh air to the NBA. He wasn't like nobody that you ever seen. Because after, uh, because after Jordan retired, Kobe was like a mirror of, of a Jordan. And a lot of those people that like Jordan – went over to Kobe and that's cool but no but he didn't really bring nothing different to the game because it was something that we already saw so I think it's so easy to compare those two because they had the same game like I said you go from the mid-range you go to the post work spin move all the block uh just there's the type of moves they made I'm saying winning almost the same amount of rings you know what I'm saying I respect that having the same coach and that's cool man They, they both had legendary uh, careers, but I think Kobe mirrored his game so much that it's hard to put him as the GOAT because every time you mention Kobe, you have to mention Jordan. And when you mention LeBron, you can't mention nobody. 
because he's his own player. He's his own entity. And that's why I think he's the GOAT. Once again, I think Jordan's a close, close second because his hunger for the game, his killer mentality, that's unmatched. Kobe's the only person that had that. But when you talk about just the ability during the game, you, you take out rings, you take out things that's in that's a collective unit, and you just focus on individual um, accomplishments and game, I think LeBron's the best to ever do it. But I think the similarities with Kobe and Jordan, even with the stats, you know what I'm saying, and even with the amount of rings and the fact that the coach that uh, they had in Phil Jackson, you know what I'm saying, was there during the prime of their career, I just think it's a phenomenal thing to see both of them play. And honestly, I do have to respect Kobe in the sense that you had film on Jordan back in the day and Kobe played so much like him that you had a lot to focus on when you've seen Kobe play that you should be able to stop him because you've seen it so much before on Jordan. But a lot of people couldn't stop it, man. You know what I'm saying? Kobe led the league a lot as far as scoring over the, over his 20-year career. He had that he had that phenomenal 81-point game against the Raptors and Jalen Rose. So Kobe definitely has the things that kind of separates himself with Jordan. But like I said, I think he mirrored himself so much after Jordan that it was a little ridiculous. And you can never really mention uh, Kobe without Jordan. And that's why I don't think that you can give Kobe the GOAT. And that's why I think that you can't give Jordan the GOAT. Because I feel like if somebody can mimic you so much in all that you do, you can't be the GOAT. Because it should be harder to mimic you. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, everybody's not going to agree with me. I argue with people on Facebook, in person, over text. It, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't give George, I mean, LeBron the GOAT because of his finals record. You know what I mean? Certain things he did as far as going to Miami. I think that's all relevant. I mean, irrelevant. I'm sorry. I focus on being the GOAT as far as the ability and the things that you could do on the basketball court. And LeBron's the most well-rounded player, which in my opinion means he's the GOAT. Uh, but when we're talking about Kobe and Jordan here. Like I said, stats are a very similar. The amount of rings that, that they want are very similar. Um, their mannerisms the way they carry themselves, their their focus and mentality, you know what I'm saying, and their hunger for the game um, and the work ethic for the game. It's also, like I said, so prevalent, so equal uh, that I think that it makes sense to have these two on this segment of uh, NBA comparisons. But if you're asking me who's better, I got to go with Michael Jordan. I got to go with Air Jordan, even though Kobe was a phenomenal player in his own right. Michael Jordan's a better player, uh, but they definitely, definitely had their own similarities as well as uh, differences. Um, and that's why I think that they fit so well together on this segment of NBA comparisons. As far as music goes, um, I think the biggest thing this week that was spoke about, I think this happened yesterday or the day before. I don't know because I don't care, uh, but it was very prevalent um, in this week's music uh, rotation. Drake and Pusha T, well, first of all, Pusha T dropped uh, his own album. Uh, I believe it was called Daytona. I'm not completely sure. Once again, I don't know because I don't care. I'm not a fan of Pusha T. I think he's a good lyricist, but I don't think he makes great songs, and that's what I'm kind of focusing on um, as far as being a fan of hip-hop and being a fan of rap. Uh, but he did drop his own album. It was only seven songs, uh, but a lot of people gravitated to it because on that last song on his album, was, which was called Infrared, he threw major shots at Drake, uh, basically saying Quentin, Quentin, uh, I forgot the man's last name. Uh, he wrote a lot of uh, Drake stuff 
uh, he referred to that. Uh, he was basically giving Drake a lot of crap because uh, he's viewed as one of the best rappers, but he doesn't uh, write his songs. And with Pusha T saying that he does write his own songs, he didn't think that Drake deserved it. That's that's the initial beef of it. Drake responded within four hours with with his own diss track uh, going back at Pusha T uh, called Duppy Freestyle. Um, a lot of people was hyping it up, man. You know what I'm saying? That I talked to a lot of good friends. Um, a lot of uh, acquaintances was gassing Drake up, saying that this, well, gassing him up to me, saying that this is one of Drake's best diss songs. Definitely didn't agree. I think the, I think the, the beat that he chose was not a diss re- uh, record song at all. Um, I think that he was lyrical on it, but I just think that he said a lot of things that a lot of people didn't know. And when you're diss, and when you're dissing somebody, I think you got to kind of cater to your audience. And I don't think Drake did that at all. It was a lot of personal shots and things. Now, one thing Drake did that I did like. <laughs> I got to give him his credit for on Instagram. Uh, one one of his uh, verses that he said within his track was basically um, hinting to the fact that he's going to send the invoice over to Good Music and Kanye West and Pusha T, which is the label that uh, Pusha T is on. Um, said that he will send the invoice over uh, for reviving his career. And when he said that, he was referring to the fact that he wrote for people over in their camp um, and said that he revived a lot of people's career in that regard. Um, and he even took it a step further and put it on Instagram and actually uh, screenshotted a invoice from OVO Sound Music, which is Drake's label. Um, and he posted an uh, invoice for $100,000 to Good Music, stating that he did revive their career and this is the the, the amount that he's charging. Um, put that on Instagram. Obviously, it went viral because it's Drake. Uh, so that visual, along with the actual uh, song, W Freestyle, I give Drake credit for that. Um, he is a marketing genius in, in that regard, which I do respect. But I don't think that the actual diss, diss track as a whole was, was was as fire as people made it seem. Um, like I said, I do think it was lyrical. Uh, but based on the other diss tracks, obviously Back to Back, which is an extremely famous diss track that he uh, had towards Meek. I don't think Drake really did his justice in that regard. And then he dropped a song right after that, I believe it was today, called I'm Upset, which is a very bad track. And I'm a huge Drake fan. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I am. So I'm not being biased in no regard. But that song was trash. So I don't think this, this was a great week for Drake. Um, his album's coming out, I believe, in June. So I hope, hopefully he drops one more single that kind of defaces the I'm Upset single because it wasn't good. Uh, but... But the, the but I honestly I think the 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 beef between Pusha T and Drake as a whole was really a publicity stunt. Um, I think Drake is really cool with everybody and good music and even Pusha T even though he, they, they both made diss tracks. I think it was a huge publicity stunt. It was a money grab to promote Pusha T's album, especially with Pusha T's album only being seven songs. Um, I think it was just to promote it and written and to really put some clout over it. Um, and then Pusha T went on uh, The Breakfast Club with Charlamagne the God, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee uh, to kind of promote the album as well as that 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 diss track. So I really just think it added fuel to the fire. Honestly, man, I really wasn't invested in it because I think both the tracks were subpar at best. Um, and I think that the whole concept was a huge money grab. Um, so if you was feeling it, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But I, but we're on two different fences in that regard but that was the biggest thing in music so obviously i had to talk about it but i wasn't a personal fan of it, you know this is my personal opinion i don't care if people have to say this to open my podcast so come see me if you got a problem <laughs> last thing um as far as uh any new shows uh, i know last week i spoke about the premiere uh 13 reasons why season two that was coming out on netflix on may 18th 
uh, a brief uh, summary of it. Basically, it's a show about a girl who committed suicide um, and then she created 13 tapes to prove why she committed suicide and passed them on to those people who were on the tapes. Um, and they're just kind of trying to figure out why uh, she committed suicide. Um, the first season uh, kind of explained why she did it. And then the second season was about uh, the girl's parents uh, who was suing the school for knowing that she was going through emotional, who was going through emotional trauma and didn't do anything to stop it. So that was the second season of it. Honestly, I was into the second season a lot. I liked it. Uh, I finished it all. It was 13 episodes. I finished it all and I liked it all the way into the last episode. I feel like the last episode left us with another cliffhanger, kind of how the first season went. And I understood it the first season because it kind of led on, on to something as far as the, the trial and the swing of, of the parents towards the school. I got that. So I was really amped to watch season two. But see, but it definitely seems like there's going to be a season three, and I don't see why. Because honestly, the girl who, who committed suicide, they kind of ended her, her, her chapter and and her story and sitting in the second season so i think anything else past this is just reaching i didn't like it i didn't like how it ended um i liked every episode until it ended um and i honestly don't look forward to watching it now i've been a fan of the past two seasons besides uh, see, uh episode 13 um so i'm probably going to check out season three just to see what it's based on but i'm not looking forward to it like i said um i don't think that they should have continue to have more and more seasons i don't see the point in that i think this should have ended it it would have been a great series uh but they're continuing with it obviously based on the last season um i'm going to check out the third season man but i'm not impressed uh the overall verdict i give at, uh season two will be a, a solid a solid, i give it a b because like i said i did like the first couple of episodes um up until the last episode which is episode 13 but I am not looking forward to episode three, but I, uh, I'm sorry, season three, but I will watch it because I've been a fan of the last few episodes, but I'm really disappointed that they ended it like that, but we'll see what season three has to offer, man. Maybe I'll change my mind. We don't know, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know. All right, y'all. Obviously, as always, I'm going to leave you guys with a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this episode, man. Thank you for my listeners. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity for this platform. And just continue to bless everybody, Lord. Let your love be your presence and your will be felt. And help us, Lord, to get better at service through the youth, Lord. I love you, God, and I thank you, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord. All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Episode 15 of the Open Minded Podcast. I'm your boy, Twan. Um, continue to listen. Uh, I'm just appreciative, man. I'm thankful. You know what I'm saying? And the Open Minded Podcast movement. Uh, the revolution will not be televised. Uh, we're going to continue to push this thing, um, and it's going to go as far as God wants it to go. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. Um, like I said, man, episode 15, Open Minded Podcast. I love you. I appreciate y'all. And above all, stay open minded. Love is love. Peace.